Walk the walk wherever it is you go. Coaches don't just teach you how to dribble. They teach you how to see the floor or the field. They teach you why one without the other is a worthless skill. Good coaches teach you to value the intangibles, the unquantifiables, the amount of sweat you put in without being asked, the number of times you feel pain, but you push through anyway because you know your teammate is counting on you. Great coaches teach you all of the above. The best coaches teach you how to breathe, how to think, how to function when you're all alone, when you don't have them standing right there beside you. The best coaches develop athletes who grow to no longer need them. Antonio Sutton is the best. Although basketball owns a large, passion-crazed portion of my heart, for the majority of my life, soccer was my one true love. And Tony was the reason why. I started playing when I was four years old. By the time I was seven, I could do a bicycle kick. And by the time I was nine, I could juggle the ball 1,226 times. But then I turned 10, and under Tony, I learned. Bicycle kicks make the stands erupt, but they're dangerous and not at all effective, unless you score and every single time. And juggling is an excellent way to master your touch, but a mastered touch without the knowledge of what to do with it is a wasted touch. I was born a runner. As a kid, I felt that walking took too long and I could see more if I ran. But when Tony became my coach, I began to run so that I could run even more for even longer and even faster. Tony taught me at the age of 10 what most athletes don't learn until they're face-to-face -face with it in college, where it either makes or breaks their game. How to swallow your soreness, how to crave competition, and how to earn respect through the way you play. You see, I had the wings before I even met Tony. But Tony gave me the power of flight. One of my dad's go-to proud papa stories sounds a little something like this. Sean and I went to pick up Michelle from soccer practice at Bass Lake Field. It was a sweltering 110 degrees at 3 p.m. And Tony had Michelle's team running hill sprints up and down up and down, up and down, for a good half hour. And then when we thought they were finally done, Tony took them over to do wall sits against the dugout, three sets for three minutes at a time. They stood up, legs shaking, and jogged directly back over to the hill for more sprints. And then more wall sits and more sprints. Sean and I sat there in the car, cranked up the AC, and watched 
as we munched on sunflower seeds and shook our heads and cracked jokes like, better them than us. 110 degree sweat drenched practices weren't all that atypical at that age. But this practice, we ran the entire two hours. And more so than the amount of running we did, the part that wasn't typical was that Tony wasn't doing it with us. You see, Tony's role was, everything you do, I do alongside you, unless you're being punished. And Tony kept his word. We'd go for a five-mile run at the end of practice, and Tony would be out front setting the pace. We had a juggling contest, the team against Tony. He went first and stopped at something like 800, assuming we'd never get that high. We beat him before it was even my turn. And Tony ran laps the entire rest of practice while we scrimmage, just like he said he would, with a smile on his face, proud that his girls had beat him. On that 110-degree day, though, we were being punished. As a team, we had disrespected our assistant coach during the previous practice when Tony was away at his own game. We ran with our heads down, silent except for each rationed breath, ashamed. Tony never raised his voice, but his words sunk deep into our lungs where they settled, making each rationing more painful to bear. Girls, I'm disappointed in you. I don't care who you're playing for. You will respect that person just as much as you respect me. I taught you better. I taught you to lead whether I'm here or not. I taught you to represent this team and yourselves no matter where you are or where you're going. Girls, you're running because talking the talk isn't good enough. Even after I'm gone, you will walk the walk wherever it is you go. That's why I'm here. Tony's words lingered in my 10-year-old lungs, and they settled there. They made their home there. Every breath I drew from there on out, I drew through that filter, through that Tony Sutton sieve. Walk the walk wherever it is you go. To this day, my dad will tell you, Tony is the reason Michelle is such a good athlete. And it's true. Tony molded me into the player who grew to no longer need him. He molded me into that person. Athletes, respect your coaches always. But note the ones who aren't just teaching you basketball or soccer, or volleyball, or water polo. Search for the ones who demand more. The ones who reach you at a depth where you feel them in your chest 16 years later. The ones who prepare you for the day they'll no longer be there. Step up on that day. Step up every day, just like they taught you and walk the walk wherever it is you go.